With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, this is actually not war, it's B-A-D, it's bad. It is time for another episode of Bad Language, just trying out a little new music that I was playing around with. I don't know what you think, I, yeah, I kind of like it, I like that new attitude kind of music, I don't know if I'm going to keep it or go back to the old stuff or find something new, but just playing around on a non-victory Monday. Oh, actually, it's in Malaise Monday. So I'm trying to keep myself up and upbeat. But as you know, this is the show that pulls no punches. This is the, this is the show that apologizes for nothing. This is the show that talks about the good of the Steelers and the bad of the Steelers. Sometimes it makes apologies for the Steelers, which probably shouldn't. Sometimes puts the Steelers on notice. What's it going to be today? Well, after an embarrassing loss, 24 to 10 to the Arizona Cardinals, and it was kind of worse than that. Score does not indicate how bad the Steelers were yesterday. And there's plenty of blame to go around. We're not blaming the refs today. There was nothing too egregious with the referees. I did not think it was that bad at all. 
In fact, I think the worst call was against the Cardinals, and it didn't matter because they scored the next play anyways. But there's a lot to talk about. But before we do that, make sure you go back and check out another episode of Let's Ride. It was this morning's episode. Jeff Hartman. Great stuff. Also, go back a couple hours. We're a little later today because with the Steelers' Thursday night game, Dave Schofield had the Mike Tomlin press conference recap that was out at noon. He had that today. He recapped it all. And you'll be interested to see what the coach had to say on the short week as the Patriots beckon. Bill Belichick beckons. Make sure you check out for all of your Pittsburgh Steelers needs, for all of your Pittsburgh Steelers information. That's what we're here for at Steel Curtain Network. We have over 25 original shows every single week. We have excerpts from FFSN. That's our parent network, Fans First Sports Network. Not just excerpts. We have actual shows from the NFL affiliate. You can catch the likes of myself, Jeff Hartman, Jeremy Betts, and KT Smith, as well as others from around the league here at FFSN. So please check that out. There's some really good stuff. We now have a show called Pez's Picks as well. And that's where Pez comes out and uh, tells you who to pick, whether it's college, whether it is for the National Football League. And that's not just a show that is going to be just during football season. It's all season long. So make sure you check that out. Fans for Sports Network has a lot. And if you want to check out other Pittsburgh sports and other just sports in general or other teams in general that you're a fan of. You know, just because you're a Steelers fan doesn't mean you can't be a fan of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Doesn't mean that you can't be a fan of, let's see, the, dare I say, the New York Islanders. Doesn't mean that you can't be a fan of the Chicago Bulls. Well, we have all of those teams and more. We have WWE. We have so many different shows. Make sure you check it out. Over 150 affiliates here on the Fans First Sports Network. Really excited for that. Also, those crossover episodes are really good that we have every single week with the Steelers' opponent. But really, what I want to talk about today is an abusive relationship. But it's a two-way, black-and-gold abusive relationship. Yes, this is a two-way street. It is a dirty back alley that goes two ways. And this is it. I am an abused fan. I know a lot of you feel like you are abused fans of being Pittsburgh Steelers fans. But we're also very spoiled, and I have talked about that before. But it's a two-way street. Because we abuse the Pittsburgh Steelers. We are not happy every little small thing that they do wrong, we keep on bringing up. We keep on trying to hold them accountable. We can be accountable as fans as well. It's a two-way street. We are both abused. The Steelers are abused by us. We're, we abuse the Pittsburgh Steelers. We really need couples counseling. Dealers and their fans need couples counseling. But it's also one of those relationships 
where there's a lot of breakup sex. There's a lot of makeup sex. That's what I'm trying to say here. And you're like, whoa, I'm not going to go get busy with an offensive lineman bad. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not either. But all I'm saying here is there's a lot of kissing and making up when things go well last week in Cincinnati. Some of you like, nah, I don't believe it. I don't believe they're fine. And then there's people like me and fans like me saying, all right, over 400 yards. They look like they could be a better team. Granted, we did not see the full extent of the Pittsburgh Steelers yesterday because Kenny Pickett went out. He had tightrope surgery on his ankle, which I don't know what really that is. I have to look into that a little bit more. What exactly is tightrope surgery? If you are a doctor, then you could probably you would probably know what that is that Kenny Pickett got done. But if you look up tightrope surgery, it's become more popular in the last year or so due to some cases of famous athletes having the procedure and uh, ESPN's done features on it. But what exactly is the surgery? What's necessary? The tightrope is a device made by a company called Arthrex, an orthopedic implant company that is used to stabilize the syndesmosis after an injury. So he had that done on his ankle. The Steelers are hoping that Kenny Pickett will be back by the end of December. Well, that's the Seahawks game, December 31st. Did he be back by December 23rd for the game against Cincinnati at home? Who knows? They say two to four weeks. He's not going to be there for the Patriots game. You'd really like to see him back for the Indy game. I don't see that happening. But I do know this. Some people were saying, good. Kenny Pickett's out. Good. And everybody's like, let's give Mitch a try. Let's give him a bigger try. Everybody's calling for Mason Rudolph. I'm telling you this. Look. Mason Rudolph might be at the door with flowers right now saying, I'll treat you better than Kenny did. That man abused you. I'll treat you better. No. Yeah, of course he wants his chance, and I get it. But when he was a free agent in the offseason, he didn't have many callers. I don't know of any. I don't know. I mean, there might have been. I'm sure his agent said, oh, he's weighing all his options. He wants to come back to Pittsburgh, you know, blah, 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 blah. No, come on. That's what they say. But what I'm going to say here, Kenny Pickett is your best option. That doesn't mean that he's a good option. That's like being the best player on the Pittsburgh Pirates. Doesn't mean you're going to be an all-star. You know, baseball used to do the all-star game. Football doesn't do this. Football's like, hey, if you don't make it, you don't make it. Your team doesn't isn't on there. Baseball, every team used to make the all-star team. I don't, I don't think it's like that now, but every team had an entry. And sometimes the Steelers just had a, I mean, excuse me, the Pirates just had a middle reliever out there. <laughs> they did. Because it was like, yeah, let's just pull a middle reliever because no one else deserves to be on it. 
that's what the Steelers quarterback room is right now. Am I dumb for not wanting to throw Kenny Pickett out with the bathwater right now? He's still young in the process. And don't give me, well, he's 25 years old. Ah, bah. He's adjusting to the speed of the game. The problem with Kenny Pickett, though, is when he gets pressured, he's worse than a deer in headlights. Then he try he he gets scared and he runs, does that spin a Rooney move, Booker T does that move and spins right into somebody. Did yesterday and got out of trouble, got out, out of trouble. But he doesn't get out of trouble a lot. It's a shame though that Kenny Pickett got hurt in that game. Look, I can't guarantee this. I feel like the Steelers at the end of that game would have won that game, but no one would have been happy, including myself. I would have been like, I'm happy with the win, Uh, but bad things are coming. But yeah, they probably would have won that football game. Kevin Smith does a great job of explaining this tomorrow on Here We Go, the Steelers show, saying that the second delay actually helped the Steelers. And helped Mitch get adjusted and helped the guys that were coming in for Landon Roberts get adjusted. But the game plan was fine. The execution was not good of that game. I did not like the call that got that after Kenny Pickett got hurt. I didn't like the call. I'm fine for them going for it if Kenny Pickett's in there. Dave Schofield disagrees with me, and usually I agree wholeheartedly. Dave Schofield would have been mad if they didn't go for it. But all I'm saying is I'm not mad that they went for it. I would have thought twice about that, and this isn't second guessing. I was saying right there, I'm like, I wouldn't go for it here. I'm always the one that says, go for it, go for it, go for it. But I would have brought the field goal team in there. I wouldn't have brought the field goal team in later on when Chris Boswell missed the field goal, which he hardly ever misses. I thought that's where you had to have more urgency. I thought you're better off going for three in this situation to be up 6 nothing. I was thinking that you need to get in the end zone before that. But you bring in a cold quarterback, everybody knows what's going to happen there. The shotgun situation, Dave defended that. I, You know, I'm not going to defend or I'm not going to poo-poo it either. I don't know enough to tell you whether that was a bad move or not. I mean, I, I just haven't had a chance to analyze that. But what I am going to say is you pretty much knew what was going to happen and what a lot of people aren't going to, that aren't talking about and aren't realizing, and I didn't realize it until Dave brought this up to me. Isaac Sayamalo got hurt on that very same play that Kenny got hurt, hurt his shoulder. That's just as an important injury, by the way. And they ran to his side. Not a good thing there in that situation. The Cardinals were playing reckless abandon. 
they had nothing to lose in that game and hats off to them hats off to james connor too i don't like losing to anybody i the opposing players are my enemies but i would smile when i looked up and saw if somebody was going to score that was number six james connor how can you say that bad you can't say that i mean you that's not a good fan turn your black and gold card because you should never root for another player on another team no it's james connor when you get divorced look i'm divorced i'm on my second marriage i'm very happy in this marriage I got divorced and it wasn't my fault. And my ex-wife will tell you it was her fault, but that's not what this is about. What it's about is the fact that my ex-wife, if she needed something right now, and I haven't looked at her in the face since my divorce 20 years ago, the day after I witnessed the Steelers and Cardinals play at Hinesfield at the time didn't go as well as an accuracy 20 years later the day I, I when i was happy i watched the steelers win the next day i get divorced and i haven't seen her face but if she called me and said i need help i would go to my wife right now who i love dearly and i'd say i would say i'm gonna help her and she'd say go ahead because when you love somebody and you're in a union for a reason. You don't want to hate him afterwards. You realize that it didn't work out. The Steelers dropped James Conner, just like I got dropped. But James Conner is thriving, and I'm happy that he's thriving. If anybody else on the Cardinals scored, I was going to be pissed. I'm still mad that the rookie tight end beat him up. He's pretty good, though, right now. How many Steeler fans are looking in their fantasy league right now to pick him up? I guarantee you, I'm going to have to fight. Uh, I'm going to play him in FanDuel next week. But I'm sure, I know Schofield will have him. Because he'll still be fairly cheap. And Hartman will too. Because <laughs> you just saw what this guy can do. But it's an abusive relationship both ways. We don't understand what's going through their minds. They don't care about us whatsoever. And that's it. So we need couple counseling. There's so much more to talk about. I want to talk about the defense as well. I want to talk about so much more. Let's try that new music again. It's temporary. You can let me know on Twitter at SCN bad or actually i'm sorry at steel curtain bad let me know if you like this music or not should i keep it should i not we'll see we'll be right back after this this is
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. All right, we are back. It is bad language. I am Brian Anthony Davis. Uh, you know, I am doing pretty well for being really angry about that game. And I'm not one of those that self-promotes my birthday. Yesterday was my birthday. I was really excited. I wanted desperately to go to that game on my birthday. I've never seen the Steelers play live on my birthday, so I wanted to go. Thank goodness I couldn't get tickets. I'm going Thursday night, and I'm not a big night football fan, but I'm introducing some new folks to the Steelers. Sadly, I've got to introduce them to a Kenny Pickettless game and an Landon Roberts game, too. But yeah, so the birthday was great. The Steelers are the only bad mark on it, and that was a bad game all around. I didn't think the running backs did a particularly bad job. I didn't think the receivers did a particularly bad job. I thought the quarterback play was not good. I thought the quarterback play was okay. And getting momentum when Kenny Pickett was in there. But there were things that just weren't good enough all the way around. I My biggest problem yesterday's game was discipline. It was discipline. Miles Killebrew, what happened? That's a guy that is clutch for the Steelers. Really good. My gosh, three penalties? Ah, 
Landon Roberts had, a, I thought, an unnecessary penalty. Then he went out, which, man, I hope he's okay. He is the heart and soul of the middle of that defense, as far as I'm concerned. And he has to be, because he's on an island. And all of you that want to see number 93, Mark Robinson, get a shot, good. You're getting to see it. Now, maybe you could finally shut up about it because you're not going to like what's happening. But Batty had eight tackles yesterday. <laughs> Somebody's going to tackle somebody. So, yeah, somebody's going to tackle somebody there. Even though he had eight tackles doesn't mean that they were significant tackles. I, I can't make eight tackles. I know that. I had a football dream that I was playing yesterday. It was really weird. And I felt unstoppable. Yeah. So that's what's going on. That is, you, you lose to Landon Roberts and you have that. I didn't think the defensive backs were great. I thought that was Joey Porter's worst game as a pro. I don't think he was horrible, though, so that's the good news. I think Joey Porter's had so many great games that that was probably the game that uh, he would like to do a little bit better. I thought the penalty, I don't think he had to make the penalty that he did, and, and it was a penalty. I'm not blaming the refs here. The only thing I'm blaming the refs on is after the Deontay Johnson debacle last week, I don't know how you overturn that and overturn the play where the Cardinals you know, score a touchdown and they call it back. If you were making it up for the Steelers, it, it didn't matter because of the next play, they're like, all right, screw it. We'll just go get it back. I actually thought that was the worst penalty of the game. But I thought the penalties that the Steelers made, they should have been called. So I didn't like the discipline yesterday. Here's another thing a lot of people are talking about. I'm still mixed on this. I don't think Deontay Johnson's celebration when you're that far down was necessary. I find it to be more selfish, but I'm still a little mixed on it. And the reason I'm mixed is because you don't get many chances to be in the end zone. You can celebrate and you can still celebrate the accomplishment. I'm fine with that. But in that situation, as a professional, Look, man, dance all you want. Have fun all you want. If you're down 10 and you get that score to be in within three, definitely dance. There's enough time on the clock. But after walking, I mean, I know he apologized. After what he did in Cincinnati, I, I just, once again, I thought it was a bad look. But 
at the end of the day, it's far down on the list that pissed me off. So don't even know why I brought it up. But that's just an awareness thing. But what would I do if I was a player? I'd like to think I would just hand the ball off and say, let's go. Come on, let's get an onside kick. Let's go back to it. But I don't know. The Steelers yesterday, a lot of people want to go after the coaching staff here. You can. You definitely can. There's uh, there's no reason that, that uh, there's really nothing that says that you can't. Because I don't think they were, uh, I, I don't know what the mindset was, set was. Mike Tomlin said they didn't overlook anything. I just, I don't go after the coaching staff. Uh, I don't go after Mike Tomlin that much because I know what's all into it. But now you're, you're hearing some things. Uh, Trey Essex, who I, I think is amazing on Twitter. He uh, he loves Coach T, but he's he's holding him accountable. And then you're you're hearing other players as well. Uh, Joe Schobert came out this morning in an interview with uh, I, I'm not sure who the interview was, but he said one of the problems with Pittsburgh is the older veterans are supposed to keep the young players in check. And I don't, I kind of don't think that's uh, that's where you want to go there. I, I think it's the coach's job. I understand it. I don't know enough about it to say, but that could be, that could be a part of the problem. Who knows? The biggest part of the problem is that we could also be told that we're spoiled because we're complaining about a team that's still in the playoff race. Thank goodness the Browns lost yesterday. The Colts did win, but you play them face-to-face. You're playing them in a couple weeks. You do have the Patriots this week on a short week. Thank goodness for a short week because that means that the Steelers can go ahead and they could just get rid of this game right away and uh, not have to dwell on this game and get right back at it at home against New England. And New England got shut out. They're a dumpster fire. They're as bad as you think the Steelers are. Other teams have it worse. But as fans, we deserve a better product. As a team, the Steelers deserve To be let to make mistakes. Deserve for their partner not to think that they have to be perfect at all times. They deserve a little leniency. I can't believe I'm saying it. I'm gonna I'm gonna take some crap for that, probably. I'm not gonna take it back though. All they know is it's seven five in a tough AFC. This 
is now a team that can only hope for the wild card because I their chance to get Baltimore, who has a very tough schedule, it's going to be a whole lot tougher because of this loss. This is one you can't lose, and they did. The one, the only silver lining, the only thing that you could say, well, here, at least this, you lost to an NFC team. If you're going to lose, you lose to NFC teams because it doesn't hurt you in the conference standings. You could very easily say, bad, that's it. If the Steelers make the playoffs, they're not going to go anywhere. I, I might not be able to counter with that, but I will. I'll just say, you never know. The Chiefs went down yesterday at Lambeau. I know it's a lot harder to beat them in Arrowhead. They went down. So this is going to be a very interesting race. Another team that lost, Denver. That's a good thing. They had a five-game winning streak. Denver lost. That helps. The Browns lost. The Houston Texans won. And head-to-head, they beat you. That makes it tougher. So it's getting tight, baby. This is good viewing. So, in an abusive relationship, you do one or two things. You try to make it work for the kids. Or you just cut it off. You just say, I'm out of here. But the problem with that is you know you don't want to. You know you're in love with your black and gold. You know they love you too, deep down, even though they act like you don't matter. They say, I love you. We love the fans. But deep down, do they? Sometimes you don't know. I think they do. But sometimes it doesn't feel like it either. The Steelers are like a 1950s husband that just feels like the wife, in this instance, the fans, need to shut up and get back in the kitchen. Get me a beer, get me a sandwich, get naked. That's kind of how it feels. Boy, I'm saying some salty things today. But this is still Curtain Network. This is bad language. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. And although I thank you and I can't do these shows without you. And I love you. And that's the truth. I ain't apologizing for nothing. Stop till you on the floor. This is war. This is war.